who is sixty what? Sixty belt. Hey hey. Yes, it is episode 64 of Great Fans of We're coming to you, not live, pre recorded. It's Friday evening. This is Friday. Just in case you've ever wondered. Uh, but this week, as usual, we're going to go through uh, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, we got a little bit of wrestling news to speak of, and then. And then. For the grand finale. Our 2018 Hell in a Cell predictions. It's going down, ladies. It's going down. I'm taking your bet. Or I'm going to take it. Okay, Becky. I'm just going to say it's either going to be me or her. Your, be- your belt's coming home. <laughs> it's coming to this house. Because I feel like once it gets to one of us, it flips. And I, I got to float it. I got flipped. I got flipped. I got flipped. I got a floater. I got a floater. John was asking me if this was the. Uh, he was like, "Is this?" He said, "Is this the longest title reign? Is this the belt so far?" And I was like, "I have no idea." Because I feel like <laughs> I think I lost it. But did I get it? I think you did. I think I did too. Because I think that next paper you like, I still have my belt, and you bought that one. Oh, that was you're still at the other house. Well, I did have it, but I lost Okay, so I'm just going to say that I have it, and the Brett's is going to be like, no. He won't remove it. That's really bad. Anywho, <laughs> my belt, I have one. I'll have another one. Double gold. In my own. Again. But I digress. <laughs> or we digress. Ladies, first question. Every time we do these weekly gatherings for wrestling ramblings, is what eating oh, pretzels? I forget. I'm a pretzel robot. Well, I am your queen bee, who also likes pretzels. Yeah, they're delicious. No, I love them. They're great. Um, I'm drinking your Blueberry Ranger, and then after Blueberry Ranger, I'm going to drink a Dr Pepper. Woo! But yeah, I like it. Um, I easy e the sleaziest. Bring your name. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't look sure there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. My brain is just fucking Um, Also known as your reigning, Blah. defending, Blah. three fans in a pod picture new champion. I am drinking a tall boy Yeehaw Dunkle and also a coat from Zaxby's mm-hmm. because they got that good ice. That good ice. Mm-hmm. That good, good. Like Chick-fil-A, right? We got the good eyes. No, Chick-fil-A's got good eyes. They have that same kind of eyes, but it's longer. Chick-fil-A's got good eyes. Everybody has Chick-fil-A's got the... Chick-fil-A's got good eyes. Zaxby's has good eyes. Sonic has pellet eyes. But see, that's what we have. Yes. 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 It's me, the Kyle Katie. Kill a cat. Sitting at the motherfucking table. Debate. Never. <laughs> and I'm drinking a 25 ounce. There's an extra ounce. I thought you were going to say 25 pack. And I was like, no, you like And I've got a 24 ounce steel reserve in the chamber. And also, me and the, the queen just got back from vacation. Yes. We purchased a terrible purchase of 
But Gila. terrible or wonderful, because I made some ballin' mixed drinks with that. Remember the perfect storm? Like yeah, you named it. You had a whole thing. You had a little spiel. It is vodka, and then it's Caribbean coconut, or, yeah, coconut Malibu. Rum. Malibu, not Caribbean. I was like, that's not the Caribbean. Name. Caribbean. And anyway, it's Malibu coconut rum, and then it's cranberry juice and pineapple juice. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to do a shot of vodka, which we did not. <laughs> it was a perfect storm, so if you get too trashed on it, you're going to start hallucinating and seeing. Because what happened to me, Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Let's get one scissor. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. This one. No. See what you did there. Alright, well, I'm going to do a shot of this. Whoever thought putting vodka and tequila together was a good idea, but. Oh, there you go, ladies. I mean, it tastes like. It definitely like is easier to shoot for me because it reminds me more of vodka. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, the tequila really just, is definitely. I think we actually did do a shot of this. No, we did. Okay. Because I brought it out. It tastes I was, like, like really tame down tequila. Mm. But like that's why it kind of yeah, reminds me of vodka. It almost like has the tequila at the end for me, but the beginning reminds me of vodka. I used to. Like, to me, it tastes like tequila. It just does not have the burden. Mm. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I used to shoot vodka. Vodka is not too different, other than it doesn't have that smell and that taste. Like the actual. I never mind the taste of tequila. It's just always been the like the. Tequila's not mm-hmm. as bad now, but there used to be a time where I could ever ever again. Ever ever again. Yeah, I waited tequila and whiskey bug for years, because. Some bad have shit happens. Yeah, so like sometimes you just have a bad time. You're like, I have to go a decade without you. And then maybe <laughs> I'll come back. It was about. I just did really dumb shit when I was drunk on like whiskey and tequila. It's just better life choice to just not not have it for a while. <laughs> uh, Ooh. <laughs> well, shall we? With our uh, oh uh yes in news. news oh and, and oh okay. well, we'll we'll and then we'll do news oh okay. that's classic news yes that's that's the news okay hey guys so uh Shamrock Shake real quick well Shamrock shout out also known as the Shamrock Shake and for those of you who hadn't fucking figured it out by now um <laughs> You're pretty tardy to this goddamn party yeah why are you even here get out get out of here <laughs> you should have been here Turn earlier to help us out get out. Go out, go outside. You're the worst friends Take ever. Um, the Shamrock shout out is just paying homage to the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock, because we realized one day he was following our pod account on Twitter and we're like, oh shit. Shit just got real. So every week we give him a little nod, whether it's something that he's um, doing, like as far as speaking engagements, blah, 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 a moment in Shamrock's wrestling history or um, something that he's posted on social media in the last week. And tonight it's just going to be a, um, just a little promotion for him. Like who is listening, who needs (laughs) us and like what he needs us to promote things he's doing. No, but I'm going to. So um, Ken Shamrock in Midland, Texas is going to be doing a, um, I think October the 4th is going to be doing a thing for Basin Dream Center for Orphans. They're doing an event called Dream Night 2018. Sweet. Um, He's going to be speaking there. And he's going to be available um, for autographs, a VIP meet and greet, 
and they're going to do a bid for a chance to golf with him the next morning. What the hell? So, I thought that was really cute. Um, but anyway, the center will, will um, they're going to be serving prime rib and a chicken dinner, holding a live auction, a silent auction, and a raffle. Um, and this is to benefit Basin Dream Center for Orphans in Midland, Texas. So um, that's next month. So good man, always doing some charity stuff, speaking engagements, and you know, very sweet of him. Doing doing his part to use the power of his popularity. Let's say positivity. That's a new day. Um, <laughs> to do good things for people. He comes back to the power of positivity. Yes. Can Shamrock in New Day? Oh my god, give that man a pancake. Give that man a pancake. Give him a Set. video. <laughs> he deserved it. I don't even know. Can Shamrock probably know what to do? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's so awkward. Like, what is this? What has wrestling become? <laughs> give me your champion. This isn't what I remember. This is not what I remember. I'm, I'm changed my mind. I'm here for my belt. I'm here for the belt. Pancake. <laughs> Take me to your leader. Uh, also this week on Wednesday, the the second set of matches in the first round of the Mae Young Classic happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. And really quickly, we'll run through those. Um, before I actually do run through them very quickly, uh, before I run through them very quickly, <laughs> we reiterate that. I don't say these matches were bad, they actually were... Two very good ones, I thought. Yeah. But I feel like there's a big difference between last year's and this year's. I don't know, maybe because it was the first one, there was a certain magic to it, but almost mm-hmm. every single match I watched in that first one, I was like, oh my what? god. This could be women's wrestling? It sounds bad, but like some of them seem almost like they practiced too much. Like they're over-rehearsing and uh-huh. like waiting on a... Yeah, like they, they, you, they, you can so know they're waiting on what's happening. Like, you know, I uh, can't yeah. even... No, I don't remember what match it was, but I think it was with that, uh, she was the gypsy girl, something. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, although the ending of that one, that's actually. Oh, that match. actually ended up being pretty good, but there was some parts. No, yeah, the that you were, okay, I was the only one that was like, this seems like you just like, okay, and I do this, and you do this, and then it just didn't seem. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, a who looked? Deanna Perosa versus Priscilla Kelly, and Priscilla Kelly was that, uh, girl that was on the, uh. Few episodes of my big fat gypsy wedding apparently. Yeah. Oh, okay. She looks very. She looks like Paige. Like she literally looks like Paige. Yeah. Okay. And ending to it, uh, Perosa, like has this uh, crazy armor wrenchy thingy. There's probably a oh a uh, it's like a special uh, armbar. Yeah. Who do you want? But she like sort of like fucking not stopping, but like it looked like she was gonna pop that girl's shoulder. The way she just like she was kind of like thrashing at it while she was playing. It was pretty brutal. It ended up being a good match, but there was definitely some parts at the beginning where you could tell it was just a little too much. Right. Tried too hard. And then actually, uh, Cedric Alexander's wife or baby mama? Yeah, not sure. Her name's Ariel Monroe. She was amazing. She was actually pretty good. I don't understand why she didn't win. She lost to a Zuxies? Yeah. Luchador? Luchador. Well, I think she, she's really big. Not Mexico, so I think that's... I don't know, but I just like... I almost like you should have put Ariel Monroe with someone else. Yeah, because I think she definitely deserved to win. She did really well, um, but... That is his wife. They actually just got married this year. But her baby daughter was there. She was. With Cedric Alexander being like, oh, mommy, I was like, oh, no. 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 Oh,
honestly. And she did so well. Yeah, and she was my big swole. Yeah, I love it. I love her whole thing. Love her hair. I love the uh, blue door. I feel like I'm saying her name wrong. Sipsies? That's what I thought it was something like that, yeah. That's but no, she was really good. I love, like, luchadors, though. Yeah, right? Give me some good old traditional Mexican music. Put a mask on it. Put a mask on traditional Mexican wrestling. <laughs> but that was actually a pretty good match. That was... Yeah. And then they actually showed her daughter crying after her mama's match. Oh. And I was like, ow. Oh. And then we had a Rena Gonzalez versus Casey... Kenazaro, who is the chick from Ninja Warrior. And that was great. She was, was the that first. Was oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I remember, <coughs> like. Yeah, I remember. <sighs> she did pretty good, though. She's green as fuck, but. But, honestly, she did really well. And no, I, I think she that she could work some. Oh, my God. I feel like really she's good. surprisingly almost too well. I think she could do real well, yeah. honestly, if she put her mind to. She's super athletic, obviously. Yeah. And, like, some of the things she did, I was pretty impressed for her being. She so, was going for some advanced moves. Yeah. So wrestling. Mm. But, I mean, I guess if you have that athleticism, too, I'm sure she's obviously been practicing. Maybe she just say too, like, fish water. Like, yeah, she yeah. probably would practice it, too. But... I see, I expected more from her match to see almost where they practiced a little too much, because she's still kind of new to it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, but no, it was pretty good. Okay. She was pretty creative with some of those. Pretty, pretty good. And, um, Rina Gonzalez, she was wearing, like, denim gear, gen- the denim ring gear bottoms, so they look like they were cut, like, assless chaps. <coughs> yeah, so it's like, like assless Typical women. Short. Short. <laughs> Short pant. The ones that look like panties, kind of. Oh, okay, yeah. Boxer boots. For girls. And then lastly, we had a Mercedes Martinez versus Ashley Ray, which Mercedes Martinez was last year's. Mm-hmm. She got taken out by Shayna Baylor last year. Yeah. Yeah, she was the final four. She. I love her so much. Mm-hmm. So good. She's. This so was this good. was a pretty good match. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And she just is so good. I wish. Really, she oh works my God. two full time jobs. I got really into the backstory. So why don't they sign her? She is just. Right? I don't know what to say. Just like the moves and the way she performs it, and just everything about it is just terrifying and intense. Come some good and good matches. Intense. And uh, for both of these, and he's like. Mercedes Martinez works two full-time jobs and still wrestles, and apparently, uh, with her face, Rain, uh, is working on her getting her nursing degree. Yeah. He's like, good luck, ladies. Way to be impressive inside of the ring and also outside of the ring. I don't know. It's some awesome women involved in this. But, uh, you said that was, was that the last? Yeah, that was the last one. So, Mercedes won... Uh, Casey Kanazara won. Yes. Zuxi's and uh, Rosaro. Yeah. They're all advancing. Exciting. Exciting. Although, uh, I know the last episode, Brittany and I were talking about a backyard or name right now. The uh, older Asian lady that was like mind blowingly good. She's gonna face Mercedes in the next round. Ooh. Nico? 
Yeah. How exciting. I keep thinking she's evil. That's the other one. See, I'm getting them mixed up, which is why I just choose not to name names. I will not name names. Why you didn't name? Uh. Holy <laughs> shit. Hey guys, that was me. Just a bourbon. <laughs> Ooh. Burping and talking burping. Burp, burp, some burp, talk burp. there for me. Yeah. <laughs> I could be. That could be me one day. <laughs> I want to just turn my sides. You want to calling you? Can I be your Morty? I'm sure I can, Morty. Halloween this year is looking for me. I want to be the Morty. I want Pickle Rick! <laughs> uh, so, shall we go with Ronald? Are we ready for that? Mm-hmm. Is there any other way to go in? Or are we just going to do the tip? Just a tip. Just a tip. Oh, goodness gracious. So. Um, oh, so the show opens with the announcement. Which is good news. Yeah, yeah, that Renee Young is now a full-time commentator at the Raw Desk. Which is fantastic, and I'm really excited because she's doing very well, and yeah. I enjoy her. She's also doing the Young Classroom, and she's doing very good on that, too. Yeah. That is very good. I, uh. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. You're um, me. Oh, I was listening to um, Shake Them Ropes, their latest episode on the way here, and they were talking about how they weren't sure about the legitimacy of this announcement because um, it seemed like they were doing this maybe to compete with um, the fact that there's a female commentator on like Monday Night Football. Mm. And uh, they were just trying to like level the playing field a little bit, having a female commentator on Raw on Monday night since they're yeah, always we let women talk too. Since they're always competing with for I attention. Mean, like, is the game of Raw. I mean, yeah. Let the uh, women do things, right? That's what the whole thing's about right now. I mean, I like to just assume that it's gonna be a thing, and yeah. she's gonna do it so. But uh, also evolution coming up, just kind of yeah. Well, and they've been giving the women a big push since last year, so especially like not that it really matters to know some male commentators have been wrestlers, Mm -hmm. but a lot of them haven't. So it's nice to have a few, especially never really. Yeah. Anyway, it'd be nice to get some fresh blood in there. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it's refreshing. Yeah. So Dolph Ziggler comes in. Followed shortly after by Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. They just get their themes played, and then the rest of the Raw roster, or Raw heel roster, yeah, comes all out. Yeah, the heels, because we're definitely doing it. Heel versus. Well, it just seems like heels versus shield. Yeah, because they got really big on their faces. Yeah, it's just kind of like heel versus shield. We're all against you. But uh, Dolph gets on the mic, and he's like, you know, they told us. Oh, and says that they told us. And Braun adds that they beat the shield down and fed on their bloody carcasses, which, uh, I know. Uh, That's cannibalism. (laughs) Then they uh, drew uh, McIntyre asked for the video package to play, and it kind of goes back and recaps the last few weeks of the Universal Championship thing. You know, that whole battle between... Well, just the, the whole, like, how the the Universal Championship scene has played out over the last few weeks. Um, Braun Strowman calls Roman a coward. 
who can't get things done on his own. Fuck you, your hounds are just. He's got you a little puppy pack. Um, got my dogs of war. Yeah. Where are the birds of prey? Yes. (laughs) You have hounds of justice, I have dogs of war. He's like, um, the strength, uh, your strength and numbers can't compare to my pack. pack. You just keep seeing pack. Yeah. One man wolf pack. (laughs) Right. Where's Baron Corbin as the lone wolf? Oh, right? I'm a pack of wolves. Now we're talking about packs, guys. He should be no, guys. Cool. Should be a triple A. Oh, my God. Uh, but Ziggles says that everyone who is at ringside, you know, all these heels from the locker room, made a choice last week. A hard choice, and they stood up for themselves by choosing to back the, the uh, Dogs of War. McIntyre asked the WWE Universe if they can feel the balance of power shifting because... Guess who's in control now? The damn dog pound. That's who. <laughs> the dogs of war. Um, they should have been just been called the dog pound. Yeah. And then bring Godfather back. Right. Why not? The dog pound on the hoe train. That's all you need. <laughs> so, uh, but they talk yeah. about how they're going to dismantle the team and their rematch for the tag titles. That's nothing to compared when uh, nothing compared to when Strowman gets um, these hands. <laughs> Um, not these, but his much larger, scarier hands. He's going to get in the <laughs> On Roman, I don't want to he touch him. I'm okay. I don't, I don't, know know. I don't need to be touching Roman. I'm good. Um, unless it's to push him aside to get to AJ. Right. Hey! <laughs> Roman! <laughs> AJ! Man. I don't know why, but I imagine Roman holding his arms out to pushing him. Pushing him. Over. Yeah, I would. Just his fucking face. Palm to face. <laughs> So, uh, oh, it talks about Roman getting these hands on Sunday inside Hell in a Cell, and guess what? We get the S.H.I.E.L.D. intro. And they make their way through the crown, like they usually do, as the S.H.I.E.L.D. is prone to do. Um, they... Oh, God. Yeah, the whole... So, the heel locker room that's been around the ring, you know, they all kind of go out in this big kerfuffle. Axioms. They had axe handles. They did have axe handles. This might have been cool. So they, they had axes and like damn axe handles. Yeah, I don't know. So we found these axes. Take the axe part. Can off. you even buy them like that, or do you have to physically get the axe? No, I think you can buy just an axe handle. Why? Like as a replacement for a perfectly good axe head. Yeah, so which handle? Were, like, the handle of which has been broken. Oh no, my axe handle. No. Perfectly good axe. You don't go to waste because that handle's broken. <laughs> Look at the guy. Yeah, and just his leg, and you gotta amputate it. You don't just shoot him like a lame horse. That's true. I don't know they do that with horses. But they do. <laughs> they do that a lot with horses. This is besides a point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and axe and uh, they kind of take care of the guys that are ringside, and then just fucking wreck Jinder Mahal inside the ring. Oh. Uh, then Braun, Andrew, and Dolph, they stand tall and stare, stare the shield down from the stage. Um, we get a video package of the Bella Twins. Um, there's been a little there's been a little vandalism in their locker room where it um, might be the riot squad. Yeah. It was, like, there was this graffiti, like, Brie mode, and then they marked out Brie and put riot. No, yeah. Just, I don't know. It was just... And they, the same thing. It was, like, more. Fearless, but it said, like, more fear. Yeah. More fear more. 
Yeah, and it said some, I don't know, there was some dumb shit, but it's like, I just feel like the Riot Squad is like, Ruby, who's smart, and just like, you know, we're gonna show these bitches, and then Liv and Sarah are like, yeah, let's just go vandalize their locker room, and then like, Ruby sees it, and she's like, you know, almost three stooges, like, slapping them both the back of their heads, and she's like, hey, you new fucking idiots, like, we're gonna do this in the rain, not in your locker room. Anyway. It was so stupid. <laughs> I just feel like... Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel what you mean. But this, of course, um, is because they, they're doing all... They're showing all this, doing all this, because there's a... Uh, Nikki Bella versus Ruby Riot match that's promised to us later. We have been promised a match. Woo! <laughs> so, um, they get a commercial, come back, cops are arguing with the shield. Because... Apparently, <sighs> none of those are cops, honestly. I mean, even they if I didn't... Well, most of them um, you can recognize as, like, indie wrestlers that they yeah, yeah. kind of have had around doing other things. Like, a lot of yeah. those guys have been wearing very, a lot of different shirts, from what I can remember. And also, all the cop uniforms were, like, three sizes too big on them. I know. so And brand new, like, you can still see the creases. And they're all just, like, like kind of, like, leader guys, where they're just like, mm, actually, they're just like, cops. It was just terrible. A bit intimidating. Get one real cop in there. Give me one real cop versus four four fake cops. Just like. How many? Oh, Lord. Anywho. That's my random. That's kind of stupid. But, uh, Baron Corbin or Constable Corbin or Commissioner Corbin, I don't know what his title is now. Corbin. He goes back. Oh, Corbin rolls up. And he's like, look, we don't need to repeat it last week. Well, their cops need to be involved. Blah, blah, blah. So he tells the S.H.I.E.L.D. drop their weapons so they don't get arrested for assault of an officer. And then um, he's like, look, I need you to be able to compete. So he tells them to leave or that they're going to have to vacate their titles and maybe go to jail for like a long time. And Seth's like, whatever, fine. And they drop their axe handles. The S.H.I.E.L.D. won't be here. Fuck it. And they leave. And scene for now. Then we get Nikki Bella versus Ruby Riot. Because <laughs> they promised that to us earlier, so now we're getting it. Now it's happening. Now we're getting it. Um Bad dog. Nikki <laughs> Nikki looked better in this than uh, yeah. you can definitely tell the ring rust is coming off of both Nikki and Briggs. They're getting way more comfortable. Yeah. Um, she had, um, I think it was a super kick. Bella? I think it was a drop kick. Drop kick. Yeah. 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 But yeah. no, uh, it was pretty impressive. Although they are saying that Nikki, like her new thing is a rack tech 2.0. I just don't remember where it first went. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm trying to remember. I need to go back and just like look for some videos or something. I need to go back. Yeah, Rock Attack 2.0. Let's see. I think she had to change it somehow because it was because of her neck. neck yeah. But I don't know why. I'm just like I can't tell what's different. I'm like you just go and boss the wall, man. Yeah, I think it maybe it's just slightly altered, but they went ahead and called it something else. Probably to cut off people off at the pass, you who were gonna say, oh, she's not doing it the same. She well, no shit, it's the Rack Attack 2.0. So <laughs> shut the fuck up. 
Oh, excuse me. But, um... Anyway. Uh, oh, also, Bree's at ringside with her. Yeah. The Riot Squad is uh, at ringside with Ruby. Of course, you know there's going to be some bullshit going on outside of the ring. This is the mystery of what happened to Sarah Logan. Uh, she, like, got knocked at some point and never came back. Yeah. What did um, she get knocked Yeah, I don't, know, I don't remember, but it had to have happened. I feel like it was early on. I thought she had come back even after that, and then it's like she disappeared. Ow. Yeah, she did. Because towards the end of the match, you can see Liv Morgan standing up on the other side. But no Sarah Logan. And then she's gone, they knock the word out, and she's back there when they're walking up the ramp. Right? She just kind of, like, leaves. Just so, Viking Nordic magic. <laughs> she just appears in the clouds with them. That would make her look cool. The winds came from the sea and swept her away. She'd be like, that her tears. So, yeah, Nikki Bella wins by pinfall. Rack Attack 2.0. Um, commentary hops up Alexa Bliss and Mickey James versus Natty and Rhonda, as well as the tag title rematch and a re- recap of Rat Cap. A recap of Rat, rat Tail. What? And a recap of last week's quote unquote historic confrontation between Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Um, I wasn't sure if we talked about it for three minutes or Yeah. Very historic. Um, we so, like that. Well, it was great, like. That's what we, the kind of thing we wanted to see for a long time. Um, like, people who are emotionally invested in what's going on between them and can put that through on the line. Um, not just with Joe being a creep. And AJ being wildly emotional. Like, hey, look at you getting invested in something. The Shran. Whatever. Um... So, catch a commercial and come back, the video package for Connor's Cure, um, which I like how, like, all the faces have, like, Connor's Cure, like, patches or shirts on or whatever, but none of the heels. It's like, heels are like, we can't care. We don't care about dying. (laughs) We're not allowed to care about dying kids. Because we're heels. The kids are so cute. They are. And the kids were out there with Big Show on the stage, and um, he kind of gives them each a little kind of gives them each a little intro and they... Why Big Show? Big Show? I don't know. Big Show always does this stuff. Like when they did the Special Olympics stuff. He I was the one out there. It would have made a lot more sense for Stephanie McMahon to be out there. And she would have done better. Yeah. Like, I get Big Show's there for quite all of it. Yeah. Like, cares for it anyone else. But just speaking wise, like, yeah. Well, how would people come back? Is he still alive? It could have been somebody else. He could have gotten something that could actually do an amount. But like, I, I, would, I would want to have it done in an announcement voice on Big Show being like, oh, no. Super Messiah. I will say that those kids are super cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They they really they are. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it was really cute. And they each had their little moment of glory out there getting announced. It was sweet. But, um, yeah, video recap of last week's segment with The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. And then, yes. and then commentary hypes up Triple H's appearance later on the show. And then we get Drake Maverick. 
giving them the giving AOP a pep talk because apparently they're no longer going by authors of pain. Vince McMahon has decided they're just AOP. Because I think he finally realizes a stupid ass name. And I don't mind authors of pain. They just have to be intimidating. Well, and I just kind of yeah. And maybe I mean I guess unless there's a strong silent type. Not have an advocate that speaks for it. Like, you can't, I don't know. It's a bad... It was great when they had Paul Ellering. It, yeah, yes. and why would that have changed? And should, why? Because Paul Ellering wow. is old. It doesn't make the name bad. That it just makes it... Them... Why does it matter that he's old? Because He's Vince, not wrestling. Now, if he was wrestling, then this is weird. Because <laughs> this is Vince trying to bring in a younger viewing crowd by having a younger advocate for the for AOP, and not just AOP, for other, but, you know, when, when I heard that, I was like, fucking Vince is old, and then it, the thing, I was like, free, well, went on, yeah. To, yeah, he was like, well, you know, kind of, I, I I'm not around that much, yeah. also, I am old. He really only, like, it's gonna be a pretty big thing for him it's, to show up, like, I was surprised when he showed up for that whole KO thing, mm-hmm, instead right. of the Shane, yeah, angle at SummerSlam, yeah, but, uh... Oh my god, <laughs> Um, so... I don't think that's necessarily a bad step for them to do. I just feel like you already had following it was working. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they should do younger ad- advocates, but just for different people. Don't establish them with someone. Yeah. There's but, an icon, and then... And I guess that at some sorry, point... an icon, and then put Trick back there. I, do that. I mean, I guess at some point the torches have to be passed... From these older wrestlers, older advocates, older figureheads, down to a younger generation, but I, f- I also feel like there could have been a better transition. Maybe oh, have them yeah. both, yeah. Uh, and you know, and just, just play up the whole. You know, Paul Ellering's taking Drake Maverick under his wing, yeah. and teaching him the ways of, you know, whatever, whatever, and have a little. Yeah, like you could do that whole storyline with a young upstart, yeah, sort of thing. I don't know. They'll just, like, take him off, be like, they fired you, and then yeah. months later show up with the shock gay. I don't know. And, and I'm, here's I'm hoping, guy. I'm hoping, because I'm not exactly sure what they're doing with Paul Ellering, but I'm hoping that he's backstage somewhere, at least lending his talents behind the scenes, if not yeah. um, as an advocate, because... It'd be pretty cool if you popped up with another tag team on Raw. Mm, mm-hmm. You could, um, hey, when Jason Jordan comes back, you can put American Alpha back together. You're saying you don't know if that's going to happen. I hope it does, because what the fuck else? Like, is I really it? think it just depends on this. What thing. else is Chad Gable going to do? Because mm-hmm. nothing's happening. Nothing, no, no Bobby Roode or anybody else can save him. Like, he's just got to be, I don't know. We'll see. That's okay. Let's <laughs> do discussion for another time. Yeah. So, Authors of Pain versus a couple of jobbers, Nathan Bradley and Ronnie Ace. Ronnie Ace. Oh, Jesus, what a name. Ronnie Ace. Ronnie. Seems like he should have a weird mustache. And no surprise here, Authors of Pain win. Wrestle with aviators. What, what time? What, what, what time they won just the regular people? Oh, what God, I we, wish. What would you do? Like, what would, would everybody wish. do? Just, like, quiet? What? Or you think it would just be like if it was like really cool for me to just like freak out? Uh, it'd be crazy. We said nobody's won the tag championships on either brand. That'd be crazy. <sighs> um. Anyway, commentary. 
go to a video recap um, of Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton's feud over on SmackDown. That whole feud is nothing but Randy Orton sticking his finger in Jeff Hardy's gauge holes. Mm-hmm. I'm done with the sticking of fingers in your holes. And Jeff Hardy blowing flowery smoke up his own ass. I'm sorry, I just don't get any shits about Jeff Hardy. He's gonna have uh, Randy Orton go up and put a uh, lock on Jeff Hardy's cage. He's <laughs> uh, chained him to something. <gasps> oh my! Yes, chain him to a ring post. It will come back into play. <laughs> mm, I just, yeah, I don't know. Um, so they cut over to uh, oh god, the lucky dog, where a limousine pulls up and guess who gets out? Trips the man. Hunter Trips Hunter And uh they catch Marshall comes back and the King of Kings makes his way to the ring. Um soaks in the chance for a minute. And uh since the night after SummerSlam he's stood in the ring and told us. He told us. He fucking told us they are his back. And uh, <laughs> just until the super showdown, I think. But um, <laughs> but the, he and the Undertaker would wrestle one more time in Australia out of respect, and then um, and that the legends chimed in. He was like, you know, everybody took their picks, and you're know, like, eighty one percent of the votes they picked Taker. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he was like, I get it. I understand. It's a I mean, goddamn Undertaker. Undertaker. He's never, he's never he's been, been an underdog. <laughs> nope. And uh, he was like, you know, and at this level, this kind of thing shouldn't get to me. Which, it's so weird. You know, he shouldn't get to a person at this level, but it's so weird when Shawn Michaels came out and was like, it, that it bothered the Undertaker so much that he came out. so much that he had to come oh, out. Like, Undertaker, he now the dead man. He was bothered by Sean's opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, I don't get it. But I was so rattled that the Undertaker made a appearance. He's like, this is what he does. <laughs> he doesn't just show up. <laughs> yeah. He's like, there he was, standing in front of Michael's just Agitated. Mm. He kind of yeah. just like goes on to be like, hey, the Taker was like basically baiting him and threatening him because of the opinion that he had, you know, that uh, Triple H was going to win. And then and Triple H said that he, when he watched it, he got mad. Yeah. Thinking that um, either the Undertaker had lost respect for either him or for Sean. But that wasn't the case. Undertaker lost respect for himself. <laughs> and the proof. <laughs> Is that he didn't show up here to tell him his face. Basically, he was talking about um, how they had the four matches in the room against the Undertaker, and after that, he just was never the same. And the order went away, the streak went away, and just kind of the shell of the Taker you see before you, you're just a wreck. T-shirt. I was like, yeah. oh, trips. I know. Yeah. I was like, yeah. these are five words. <laughs> I'll start calling so you good. the grave digger. I thought this was so oh. good. I loved it so much. I love it. Oh. Um, I was going to say, I feel like 
he kind of jumped on it for you. But it, yeah. yeah, he he stuck it when he stuck it. He stuck the lady. It's him. So uh, he's <laughs> like, but you know, that, la- that last series of matches was his last epic moment of greatness. But Taker did say one thing last week that was true. And it's gotten personal now. So in Australia, out of last bit of respect that he has for Undertaker, he's going to put him down. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I don't think he will. I think Tiki wins, and I think he's got... Yeah. He's going to fight Sean. Yes. We all want it. Uh, recap of the opening segment, because we're almost three hours long. Yep. <laughs> um... Anyway, commentary time said McFoley's appearance. We've got all kinds of shit happening. The 20th anniversary of Hell in a Cell. Yes. Yeah, of his Hell in a Cell. Oh, yeah, not the Hell in a Cell. Yeah, Hell in a Cell. I just feel like everyone goes to that movie. Yeah, Yeah, but yeah. You know, it's. Well, because it's. It's the iconic. Yeah, it's iconic. Iconic. Yeah, it's him and Undertake. The anniversary of their Yes. So they cut backstage to Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Alicia Fox talking strategy, strategy against. Uh, I don't know who it's with Alicia yeah. Fox lately, but she's been dressing. Oh man, strength file. Looking good, looking good. What was it John said about her outfit this week with that hat? It was the glittery mirror-looking dress with the captain's hat. Yeah. Oh, oh no, it wasn't him. It was somebody. I think it was Renee said something about Paula Abdul. It just it took a an outfit straight out of Paula Abdul's closet or something like that. That was just like cold hearted snake. There you go. <laughs> that fucking hat. Anyway, uh, Dolph Ziggles and Drew McIntyre make their entrance. They are facing off against the B team for the Raw Tag Team Championship. It's the B team's rematch. Uh, to try to get their titles back, which hey, nope. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> no, sorry guys. But they hit that fucking that zigzag claymore combo. It's just it looks devastating, man. It does. Um so But they let the B team put on pretty good matches. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is they go out with a little bit of dignity. They actually took Ziggles and McIntyre, not necessarily to their total limit, but to But definitely limit, yeah, had right. a good match. Yeah. They were just a bunch of pushovers. It's funny. Yeah, I was looking at, you know, WWE Network has these collections. Mm-hmm. And you can go, like, they have an AJ Styles one that goes... I watched that a year one last night. Oh. They have an... Oh, I not. But they had a, um, an AJ Styles one. Of course, the very first thing is his... Royal Rumble entrance like two and a half years no, ago. Uh, so <laughs> but it's basically from when AJ shows up to, you know, the end of the match. Mm-hmm. But it was great because it was like, um, who was it that came out? I think it was Curtis Axel that came out. And of course, that was when they still had the um, social outcasts. 
and Adam yeah. Rose was still there, oh, and Bo Dallas had a clean-shaven face and his little wrestling oh, gear. Yes. And, and Keith Slater, oh. and I was just like, because oh, not this baby face with baby. I'm so literally yeah, like the baby, baby face, baby face. And I was like, wow, two and a half years ago, it's like so much has changed. I was like, that was before Bo and Curtis were ever with the Miz. That was before Keith Slater was ever with Rhino. It was back when Adam Rose was still. There, <laughs> it's, it's just so wild, like so different. Wow, to you know, have just watched Raw this week and then turn around and watch that. Damn, yeah, they do super quick. Um, also yeah. Triple H. Um, I was watching part of The Rock's uh collection. You know, his very first debut at a uh, Survivor Series. It was Survivor Series twenty. I say 20, shit, 97, mm-hmm. and um, and so, you know, all these people are coming out, fucking gold dust was still with Marlena or whatever, oh and they, God. she's oh. out, coming out there smoking a cigar, and he's looking real basic, <laughs> in his basic-ass basic gold dust <laughs> wig, and so, like, it was just cool. yeah, because that was about the time he just kind of started that game, yeah, but also Triple H came out, and he was Hunter first Helmsley with oh, the yeah. blazer. Oh, oh, yes. The blazer with the quilted leather my collar. Favorite. I mean, just, and I was like, oh shit. Me? And it was just so weird because, again, after seeing him on Raw this week, like, it was just like. Aristocat. Aristocat. No, no, Aristocat. I've been wanting to watch the movie so bad. He, no, he's an Aristocat. But it was just such a weird thing to watch. Anyway. Um. Yeah, Dogs of War win. Yes, yes. And then uh, afterwards, Ambrose and Rollins show McIntyre and Zeus. Okay. Yeah, just basic. Oh, yeah, Rollins went to hit a uh, blackout. Yeah, and then Drew saves the rules and they roll up and get the tag titles and stumble up all the rules. Commentary mentions a video packet or goat. Takes us to a, they take us by the hand and lead us to a video package to remain Mankind and the Undertaker's legendary Hell in a Cell match from 20 years ago. We were just talking about the anniversary of that this year. It's exciting. 20 years, we that is such an iconic match. It's still mind boggling. Yeah. Like, I remember when we first got back into wrestling, we were all at the guy's house. Yeah. And Randy had never watched wrestling before because his parents never allowed him, but didn't see it's been secretly keeping up with wrestling. Like, you never told us this until this night. Uh. So we're like, yeah, we used to all watch wrestling. And at that point, for whatever reason, I was like, I don't want to watch new wrestling because I didn't know anyone else. Like, but, you know, he had the network, and I was like, we can watch old wrestling. Right. Yeah. And we picked that match. We were like, Randy's first match is going to be that Hell in a it's Cell gotta be match. like a milestone. Right. Like, it an is. iconic match. And that boy took that shit and ran with it. <laughs> Very true. That's amazing. That is amazing. Um... So Kevin Owens makes his entrance. We've got a break, come back, and Corbin, whatever he is, Baron Constable Commissioner, is uh, he's just kind of giving Seth and Dean some shit for what just happened with Sybils and McIntyre. And Rollins says, you know, the shield left. It's just me and Dean. That's not the shield. It's just the two of us. And, uh, I don't know where that was Corbin's like, what the fuck ever, I'm gonna have you arrested again. Seth. It's like, what do you mean by again? 
So, uh, then, you know, Corbin kind of goes on about why he did what he did. Rollins is like, I'm not having it. He's like, why did we get arrested and dogs of war weren't arrested? And he's like, you know what? Your threats are bullshit. But you know it isn't. It's falsified police reports. That is against the law. <laughs> Seth has the sheriff. What, you think he developed southern accents at that point? <laughs> it is against the law, constable. <laughs> You're going to jail. <laughs> You're going to jail. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, because there's allegedly a sheriff who's ready to issue a warrant for Corbin's arrest. Um, Boren? Baron? Boren? Boren Carbon? Boren Carbon? Carbon? Good God. Talk a little Carbon. Girl. He's like, hey, can we, can we talk alone? Can we talk alone? Because, like, mm. you know, he's the architect. He's like, no, let's do negotiations. It's <laughs> like, we'll handle this in private. Handies and DJs. And the sure handy this guys. <laughs> I'll handy this guys. Didn't you say? Did you say? Did you say? Yeah, handy it. But at that point, the <laughs> sheriff and DU walk off, and the camera follows them. Yes. Uh, yeah. I also like to point out, and I know they allude to this later on as yeah. to what. Seth got them in this negotiation, but I feel this is just begging for like a weird. Yeah. Like, not right now, yeah. but like later on down the road, like Baron's gonna give him an opportunity to be like, remember? Seth's gonna do it again. But Dean's talking to the sheriff, and they kind of zoom in closer, and you see the last name. Yeah, the last name Amber is on the name tag, and he's like, you know, I'll call you next time I'm in jail. Free Ambrose. Yeah. It's old Uncle Rambrose. Oh, Uncle Rambrose. Old Gambrose. Gambrose. <laughs> Grandpa Ambrose. Right? Gambrose. Um, Tyler Briefs makes an entrance. But. <laughs> that's about. That's about all he did because Kevin Owens kind of hits him with the baseball slot or the ring. Shit. Um, put him into the barricade. They got back inside the ring. Uh, Tyler catches him with a kick, goes for a plunger, but Kay sidesteps him and super kick, apron powerbomb. Owens <laughs> screams, ah! and the referee tries to get him back off before tending to Tyler Breeze. Kevin gets on the mic, and he's like, you know what, two weeks ago, and I walked away, yeah, and that felt great. That felt so good. But then Baron Corbin called, and he fucking begged me to come back. Because unlike everybody else, Corbin recognizes me as the real MVP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows I'm good. <laughs> so he agreed to come back under one strict condition. That's that he's not held accountable for what he does to his opponents. So Oops. he's like, oh shit. The terms of KO coming back? Or is it he can just do as he pleases? I'm gonna fuck some people. Huh. I'm gonna hurt you. That's basically what he says. He's like, I can do whatever I want. To whatever I want to do. <laughs> Um, he's like, I'm just doing my job. Last week, I destroyed the shield because I wanted to. I'm sick of that. He's like, okay, but I'm just doing my job. There's not anything anybody can do about it. But there's someone that everybody can blame, and his name is Booby. You can do this. 
Booby Lashley. I hate you, Booby. I hate you, Booby. <laughs> it's just so weird. It is weird. I don't know why. He's I mean, like, like, it does make sense, but I feel like this should happen right after he injured Sammy. Yeah. He's been, like, way. two feuds after this, and now you're like, like, I tried like, to make oh, yeah, you injured Sammy. He's been out for so long. It's like, I tried to make it without my friend, and I just can't do it. <laughs> so now I will. Yeah. I'll and it is just weird, but um, he's like, that's why I've been on. Oh, that's why Sammy's been on the shelf instead of by my side where he belongs, because he's my BFF. I quit because you brought the lesson. But now I'm packed because of you. What happened last week is just the start of things, and it will serve serve as a stern reminder. This is still the KO show. Like, I, like the, I, I like the attitude cast now, but I'm just so confused by the road that we have taken with him. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's like somebody blindfolded us and shoved us in a van and then just it dropped us off here. Around this is where we are yeah. now. Oh my god. I'm a little dizzy and sick to my stomach. And we can't go back. <laughs> and we don't know where we're going. To game with bat where you run around it in a circle. Oh god. Oh, Try yeah. to walk afterwards. <laughs> like a pinata? But now I've been like oh. a, a really long minute. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm probably Ralph everywhere. I can't even. I lost it after the like, teacups at Disney. Yeah, my eyes were open. Anytime I do a t- teacup ride, I vomit, and I also can't do like those spinny tires, like at the park where it's just like a tire swing. Oh. I, I get real motion sick with that. It's an inner ear thing. Like I think it really fucks with me, mm-hmm. and I just have to projectile vomit in the mulch. Yeah. It's worse as you get older. <laughs> wow, that's reassuring because yeah. I was pretty bad when I was younger. <laughs> but uh, okay, it goes on to say you can expect three things from now on: agony, anarchy, and destruction. And it's all Bobby Lashley's fault. I don't know what I was about to say instead of anarchy, but my brain had it. My eyes and my brain were all communicating. Agony. Acrony. Acrony? I was just like so for a moment. Anthony. Just a moment. Um, commentary takes us to a recap video AJ and Samoa Joe. Oh boy. It's really good, but it's very creepy. I know that's like all I want to say. I can be your new Bobby Roode and Chad Gay will make an entrance. And uh, you get a picture in picture promo where Bobby Roode admits that he was skeptical last week, but we tried Gable in his side. Tag team division's about to get glorious. I mean, Chad Gable won that match for you. If anything, I feel like Chad Gable should be like, I'm a little skeptical. I just like that the Ascension was there. I mean, they were ringside with the heels. Yeah. Um, they were they the, also the first ones to get their asses handed to yeah, them over yes. the barricade. What did they do? Like, Connor literally got dragged over and dumped on the floor. I think this is where they live now. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't think they ever... Close. Like they, they almost made a mid card and then they were just like, nah. Then they were like, we're just happy to be here. Like they were creeping back up with the fashion files mm-hmm. and they just <laughs> back to where you were. Don't get too hasty. The only thing is they tried to have them do serious things, this, like this whole thing with being a heel in the locker room and stuff like that, and then they just have them get squooshed. Squooshed. Squished on your own heel. So squished. So squished. So yeah, so it was nice to see them, but I agree, yeah, they don't mean doing anything. Except for this match. <laughs> so Bobby Roode and Chad Cable <laughs> end up winning with a chaos theory from Gable on the Victor. 
Which makes sense. Otherwise, what's going on? Yeah. There's a whole thing at the end where, like, rude, I feel like he's kind of like, oh no, and then he realizes they win and he's like, yay! <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! Yay! Oh wait, we did win! Yeah. But no. <laughs> we go to back to the locker room where Natty and wow. Rhonda. 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 Natty and Rousey. Rhonda. I just have to call her Rousey because Rhonda is just. Natty and Rhonda. Are warmer and warming up. Warmer <laughs> up. Mom's version. Is Rhonda. That's why I say Rhonda so weird. Did she spell it the same way as Rhonda? No, she has, she has an H in it. Okay, see, that's normal to me. This is just like somebody made up a name. Like R. Rhonda. Rhonda. Ron. Like, I really like the name Ron. Ron, but I'm having a daughter. What do I do? Rhonda. Duh. Ronda. Rhonda. <laughs> just name Rhonda. But Ron. no, like when it's spelled like it's supposed to be spelled, it's still. Rhonda. Shit. Um, so they're shadow boxing together. Go to break, come back, commentary hypes up. Um, WWE's presence at the E People's Choice Awards, like the E Network, whatever. Nobody cares. Ooh, um, we have Dubs War early in the And they were only, oh yeah, they were only present because that's where uh, Total Bellas and Total oh, yeah, yeah. Bellas live. Mm-hmm. And The Miz. Mm-hmm. Whatever his show was called. Miz and Mrs. I can't remember because I don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do actually want to watch it. We watched the first episode. We didn't watch it more. The first one was pretty fucking good. I actually do want to watch it because they're adorable. I like Um. So backstage dogs of war arguing. Arguing amongst themselves. Baron Corbin. He rolls up with his fancy vest. He's like, you know what? Louisiana law is complicated. Because the state operates under the Napoleonic Code. Uh, and guess what? Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose are getting a tag title match at Hell in a Cell. I'm like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? What? And the dogs of war whine and howl and complain. This is fucking stupid. The Baron's like, you know, I need to make my first pay-per-view a big show. And tag title match is sufficiently big. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells Braun that Stephanie wants him to take the title from Roman Reigns, and Strowman says he's gonna go big dog hunting. Big dog hunting. Oh, she was cool. I'm sure she liked that. Yes. Big game hunter. Big game hunter. They call him big game. Big game. <laughs> big dog hunting. We got this. Big, uh, big game. So hunter. I feel like with that, especially big saying Stephanie McMahon to take the title, though, that's very. Authority. G H E Y. Gay. Authority esque. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Get it away from them. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Aren't they ready better just yet? Are they planting seeds? Uh, Breadcrumbs leading us to something. Maybe. We'll see later. Watching. It's always been there. Hansel and Gretel and us. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Um, so then we get Alexa Bliss and Mickey James versus Natty and Rhonda. Rhonda. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rhonda. Ron. And Ron. Yeah. Ron Rousey. <laughs> Ron Rousey. Oh, oh God. Ronnie Rousey. <laughs> Ronnie Rousey. There we go. That's it. Ronnie Rousey. Um, <laughs> so Natty and Bliss start kind of, I mean, honestly, Oh, but... Oh, man. 
the end, so good. So, uh, Natty, um, let's, uh, let, let me back up. So, Bliss goes for an arm bar. Natty reverses it to a pin. Bliss puts her back down on the mat. And she slaps Rhonda. Oh, yeah. Um, Rhonda chases her ass around. Natty gets her in a bear hug. Hey. Rousey hits her with the lariat. And leave the heart attack. The heart attack. That was great. Uh, that t- that t- took me by surprise, and it was a very... I was so happy they did it. Yeah, that moment. Was I was very tickled by that. That made me... Made my heart smile. And Britta... Bret Hart actually tweeted... <laughs> Tweeted at both of them, which I mean, Natty is just used to talk all the time, but he yeah. tweeted her run and said that he was uh, very proud of them. That's was like, He was like, I'm honored to do this or else. He was like, I'm honored to speak with you. Oh my god, yeah. Right? She was like, okay. Yeah. Honored to even know who your family is. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, I would be shitting my pants if something like yeah. that happened. Literally just shit my pants. Like, yeah. He was casually, like, I don't have to be famous. Like, he just randomly tweeted me and it was like, eh. It's like the, uh, you know, back when we were doing the FMKs, and every time Charlotte was in there, it's like, Mary Charlotte, because she got married into the Flair family. Like, I'm sorry, Natty, I'm sure you're a a cool person and all, but I would totally be friends with you just to be tied into the heart family somehow. I'm going to be a great person. I'll be a great friend, but secretly deep down inside. I'm just trying to get your uncle. There are reasons. There, I there, just there, there wanna, are just want to hang out. Hang out. Maybe invite the favorite barbecue a few times and yeah. get in there and make friends. Be like, ah, you got the kitty Like, of course. I just want to get to where I am. How's Uncle Brett doing? I just want to get to where I am. How is he doing? I just want to get to where I'm texting your uncle. Is that gross? I don't know. I'm not a little extended news, but I'm just. What <laughs> you think of it's Uncle Brett? That's a freaking weird. <laughs> this one's my left one. This one's my right one. Which was big. I'll give you a Montreal screwjob wink. Wink! Wink, wink. I'd be like, oh my god, so, okay, raw this week. Your thoughts, go. Right. <laughs> and then I'm just sitting staring at my phone. Wait. <laughs> uh, to me. So, um, anyway. But, uh, it actually was a, uh, a pretty decent match. That was definitely, I feel like, the highlight, though, for me. Um... Um, Maddie and Rhonda end up getting the win with uh, Rhonda getting the cross arm bar on Mickey, breaking her old um, ass arm. I think it's a pretty good, right. pretty good point to this is that definitely heavier towards the end of the match. Uh, Alexa really worked for Rousey's ribs. Yeah, so yeah. They're all like trying to say how she's injured now. Yeah, like is she a hundred percent? Did you hurt your ribs, baby girl? Baby girl, I saw a thing there where uh, some. Imagine WWE. Someone put a poll out that said who had better arm bar around Rousey to look yes. What? I was just like, all the blisses didn't even look like she was applying it right. No. So, yeah, we knew. That's the one to Rousey? Because hers looks like it's actually ending their arm over your way. She's probably broken an arm, too. So, actually, done it. Like, for reals. Um. Video, re- video recap. Let me slow down. Video recap from Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair follows. And, of course, commentary's got to show for that network because, you know, Sunday is one of those prime days where you got to get people to sign up. 
Because they get the pay per view for free. Yep. That's right. Um. Whew. Elias gets tea from one of the staffers, spits it back in his face because it's supposed to be chamomile, but it ain't. But it ain't. Child would spack a shit. Spit tea in my face. You get sham. You get a raging brown coming down the hallway. Just. Right, just oh, freaking out. Ask if you have you seen Roman picking small minute or back to this? Collars. Like no, but I've seen brown and my face is like rings is fresh. Are we back to these days? Where is that trash puppy? I haven't forgotten how puppies. I wish she'd gone up to one of those like trash cans with a swingy lid. Roman, are you home? Oh my god, <laughs> you're in that trash. Where are you? It's one of my favorite things. It's like that meme. It's like a Taco Bell <laughs> trash can. It's the trash is like what's inside you weren't home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns. Oh. You live in a trash can. You live in the trash. <laughs> That's gonna be my new insult. Oh, yeah, well, you live in a trash can. <laughs> you are trash, just like Roman Reigns is trash. He isn't lifting up some little Asian dude, like, yeah, a bazillion feet high. And he's like, ah, yeah. don't hurt me. Tosses him into some debris. Toss the shit out of him. Like he, yeah, I don't think that would go. Yeah, weigh like a hundred pounds, soaking wet. And then Roman or Roman Brown is still upset, so he goes stomping off, searching for Roman. Just like rrr, rrr. any big dogs. Um, back from commercial, Rhonda, Rhonda, Ronnie, Rousey, and Natty are interviewed. Rousey claims that she's fine, even if she was hurt, she was still gonna be a hell in a cell. She's never pulled out of the fight. Not because she's never been injured, but even on her worst day. Rhonda is the best. Rhonda number one. So, <laughs> um, there was a part where she actually stumbled a bit. Yeah. But I think toward that last line really got me though. Like she can deliver on some lines, but she's just gotta get like a smoothed out one. The last one where she was like. I never pulled out, but even on my worst days, I'm never one. Even on my worst days, I'm still never one. Like, she actually thinks really sad to that out. So, like, that line, she hit really well. But then, she just kind of, like, paused for a minute to tell her where she, she forgot where she was going, and she was like, line, line. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say I've never done that. Because when I was doing my thing earlier, I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what I was going to say. I am me. <laughs> You are you. Podcast. I, I was going to skip the EDE part and just go to Sleazy Smoogies, and I was like, that's... I am the Sleazy Smoogies. The nickname, I haven't got to get my name first. Oh, shit. Easy peasy with the Sleazy. Alright. Yeah, so uh, Elias is in the ring. He's here to sing us a song. Easy peasy. Melon squeezy. Melon. I squeezed my tit. They're in Louisiana, <laughs> so he kind of runs Louisiana down a little bit. Yeah. Sex smells. You're stupid. And then out oh. comes McFoley. Sex smells. Oh, and uh, oh, he's like, hey, um, you know, pardon my interruption because I'm a big fan. They're all big fans, and they start talking to him, and they're like, you suck. Yeah, and you know, a thing that they were talking about on Shake Them Ropes was they made a really good point about how McFoley is just so great. With his promos and just on the mic and how this, they felt like this was kind of wasted 
and the fact that Elias was in the ring, like, if it had just been McFoley just, like, in the camera doing his thing, it would have been better. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. But I guess two birds... I guess two birds, one stone. You try to put Elias over a little bit more. uh, Yeah. True. Not that Elias doesn't... I mean, as far as crowd interaction stuff... He has the most special Elias that does wonders for him. He does fine. He didn't have that, I feel like no one would care. Ever. But the... No. This doesn't forgive necessarily the whole long one part of his part of this but actually I think the whole point of him being out there which they take a very long time to get there in fact he says that when mm-hmm. he was a kid he was actually in the crowd for that Hell of a Cell match oh yeah. yeah yeah. so he was like I was there I was there when that special night happened I was there I was there so he's like I'd be lying and he's like you know it was a special moment I'd be like I said it wasn't I didn't hear that TV the stuff, the, the stuff of legends. So you're right. right. You are. He's like, that was then, this is now. And I'm standing in the ring. You're a broken man. Oh. Okay. Broken man. Oh. Although, I mean, like, obviously not broken in his life, but his yeah. body is broken. Like, oh, yeah. You, you, have, yeah you, are more, you are more fragile than the Undertaker. You're a treasure. Right. Don't you dare. Undertaker. I'm like, do you want to come come you Die. Don't right, you dare go putting yourself in harm's way. One, one bump away from me and hit the wrong way and his head just explodes. Like, doesn't do it. Probably. Uh, yeah. Probably. Terrifying. Scary. Terrifying. Alright. But, uh, yeah, so. Like I said, that was then Snow, you're a broke man. She sings the same sad song we've been singing for the last 20 years, man. Mm-hmm. And you barely remember the words. That's so. So uh, Mick Foley takes in his words for a second, mulls that over, and he's like, you know what? You got me. That's me. But I didn't come here to talk about the past. I'm here to talk about the future. And uh, Elias tells him he's talking to the future. That's me right here, Grandpa. Oh, so you're talking about me? He's like, yeah. You <laughs> focus and all that stuff. I see a future champ sitting here in front of me. But he'll speak. He's like, I'm not talking about years from now. I'm talking about six nights from now at the hell in the sale. And um, he's so, like, you know, I live really close to Stephanie. And I walked went, on over. And said, knock, 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 knock. The neighborly thing to do. Knock, knock, knock. And, um, yeah. He was like, I want to play a role in the 20th anniversary. Ben, I'm going to do something. And then Elias was like, did Stephanie laugh in your face? And well, yeah. But guess what? I get to be right. And I held on the sale match. That's a very good part to this, though. He's yeah. Like, I talk about how there was a stretcher brought down after I jumped off that goddamn Oh, yeah, where mm-hmm. he goes into it, yeah. How they lifted the cage. Like, he goes on a whole rant. It was just like, oh, wow. That's where, oh. he, that's where he stuck he it. so emotional. Yes. Right? Like, just gymnastics. He sticks his arms up, oh. landing, and he knows he got to go right. <laughs> like, and... But, uh, basically says, you know what? Um, Sunday, I'm not going to be there to ring the bell or doing some announcing. I'm going to be locked in Hell in the Cell with Braun. With Strowman and Roman. Strowman and Roman. That's a special. 
Guest referee. Pretty much. Oh my god, I also love the part where he added in that, um, his tooth was in his nose. I forgot oh, about that god. until they did the video oh, package yeah, earlier and they <laughs> showed it because the part was like, my god, he's smiling. Oh. And I was like, oh. And <laughs> your nose. You know, I went back. Like, if that happened to me, I'd be like, I'm done. There's a tooth in my nose. <laughs> I went back like two or three weeks like ago it. and looked at the pictures of Cesaro from when Ambrose flipped him and he hit that turnbuckle. And his teeth, like, right after when he was like, oh, like, and he's, like, this much of his teeth sticking out of his nose. And, like, when he was in the back and they were tending to him and he was just like, oh, my God, I forgot how horrible it was. I would have been crying. I would have been crying so hard. And then I went back in the bowl. And then I went back in the And then I went to pictures of him wearing braces, and I was like, "He's so cute." This is adorable. I secretly hope they make him James Bond. Though I feel like he has no acting experience. It's his one. He has no acting experience. It's a Swiss thing. You have to have acting experience. I think he's got any acting experience. <laughs> acting is That still makes you <laughs> feel. <laughs> that makes you act better, but it still makes you feel. So embarrassed. Acting asparagus aside. What is that? Then Bella makes his entrance. I'm just skipping ahead. Bella. Anyway. He's like, alright, old man, B, don't you waste enough of my time. Bully gets in his face and he's like, you know, I haven't been here in 18 months and you're gonna listen to me talk. It's like, uh, Stetching told him that Baron has a lot on his plate, so for old time's sake, he's allowed to make one more match, and guess what? You gonna be in at the lies against Finn fucking Balor. And... Finn makes his entrance. Finn, Finn wins. I mean, there's... Finn, Finn! Yeah, I mean, there's wrestling. I just like Finn Balor wins by pinfall in the small package. Even though we all know. Here's another large package. We've seen that profile. We've seen it. Speaking of packages, and we see a video package. Smooth transition there. Working out earlier with Leo Rush, of all people, being his, uh, playing his hot man, pitching walking Armageddon on the lines. Um, on the basis that he smells like money. Maybe he goes along with it. Leo continues to motivate him. And why? Okay. Well, whatever. Like, I hope they're not. Is he supposed to like be his manager? Like, is everyone getting managers? I think stuff? so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. He's confused by like, Leo Like, why are they using people? The people they are using is what's why confusing that? me. I'm not necessarily against it, but... But why? But see, Rush, like, like, not having my... I don't know. I don't know. Um, Sturman's interviewed backstage, um, but he's the one asking questions, asking Charlie Caruso where Roman is, because he's very concerned with that tonight. I do you know where Roman is. She's like, oh, that's all well, I'm She looks, like, terrified. <laughs> she thought she was going to get those hands. Well, or I mean, something else. Maybe, was it, was it terror on her face, or was that excitement? Mm. We may never know. Okay. <laughs> um, I would have been presenting like a baboon. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I'm hey. Um, so she says that she saw Roman leave, and Braun's like, "No, I saw his boys running around. He's here somewhere." Um, she's like, "Maybe go to the ring, and maybe Roman will come to you." He's like, "Yeah." 
Because he's like that with everything, because he's Braun Strowman. He's a monster. So they get a break on a hype reel for the, mix, the second season of um, Mixed Match Challenge. Um, and then we actually get promised that Undertaker will make appearance, make an appearance next week. Woo! The Taker. But also, so Braun Strowman does go out to the ring, as Charlie suggested he should do. He gets on the mic and starts freaking out. I've been waiting. Mm. Come out here, Roman. Face me like a man. Nowhere to hide in, inside a hell on a cell. The boys can't help you. Neither can special, special guest referee McFoley. Because if he gets in monster's way, his injuries from 20 years ago are going to look like a paper cut. Everybody's like, no! Compared to yeah, now. No. That's one way to get everybody to kill him if he kills McFoley with his yeah. hair. I feel like you're making people hate him for a week, though. Yeah. yeah. Unless you were like, to accidentally kill McFoley, in which case, he would just get booed every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's no recovery from actually killing McFoley. No. Yeah, it's hard to recover from actual murder. <laughs> um, Hell in a Cell, he's going to take the Universal Championship. And he's sending Roman straight to hell. Never coming back. Straight to hell. Everybody <laughs> The big dog's music hits, but he doesn't come out immediately. Braun leaves the ring in search of Roman, goes up to the announce table. They meet each other on stage. Boom. Superman punch for Roman. Um, get some punches in there. Strowman slams him into the LED boards and knocks him down with headbutt. Starts taking the announce table apart. Uh, Braun takes the big red universal belt over to taunt Reigns before dragging him to the table, putting it on top of it with a punch. But Roman recovers once they get up there and gets him in a fireman's carry. He barely gets him in a right. fire. He gets him in a tilted fireman's carry because he can hardly get him up. Kind of momentum is already going, like, what are you going to do? So, Samoan drop through the stage. Which was pretty awesome, not gonna lie. It scared the shit out of me. Russ, Roman actually finally got up, got his belt, and he's like, fuck you. And that's the show. I mean, I don't agree necessarily with that, but actually, I was surprised by him getting that Samoan drop. That, that part wasn't that bad. Mm-mm. No. There's no question. Very, very. Um, so that was wrong. Time to oh. smack. Smack it up. And fuck it up. Oh, I was like, smack it up and fuck it down. I don't know what I'm, I'm telling, I'm like way off this week, so I guess. Um, get it good. But yeah. Hmm. Alright. Get going with this, and I'm just gonna rip it off. Uh, the show opens with Moment of Silence, because actually it happens on September 11th. So, in memoriam, they have a Moment of Silence, and I think they do 11 in Bell Tolls. Yes. They do 11. It. Yeah. <laughs> it is 11, actually. Uh, which also, just right now, it's very crazy to think that kids this year are learning about that as like, an actual historical event. Like in their history textbooks. The kids that never were alive when it happened. Yeah, it's like, weird to think. What? It's just like, just 17 years ago, it's kind of wild. Um, but uh, Jeff Hardy ends up making his entrance. It's on the old Michael D. 
starts talking about how everyone fixes their demons. But I've overcome mine, because I'm better than you. He doesn't say that, but... And he's like, I face my most venomous demon, possibly because he's a zipper, makes a bunch of serpent references. But at least we could follow that, Jeff. Right, yeah. This actually wasn't that bad. It kind of no, but like I'm, I'm just saying that I can make things about that. There's literally nothing about Jeff Hardy that I give a shit about. Especially his promos. I just can't. I can't get on board with any of it. I'm sorry. Anyway, keep talking. Oh, uh, but yeah, so, um, he's like, I'm going to confront you in your own paradise, hell in the sill. Mm-hmm. More, uh, snake references. Mm-hmm. But he says, Randy Orton doesn't know what it's like to fight somebody that's cast out all the demons. I'm pure. He's like, and also, I'm a daredevil, and I have no fear. And that. In case you want to, like, extra points. But tangled up in there. Yeah. And I'm going to beat Randy Orton until he fades away. And classifies himself as obsolete. <laughs> He's like, but first, I've got to cleanse a demon out of my recent past. And then And after he's going straight. And after that, he's going straight to hell. So enjoy the show. So then we have Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. And when Jeff Hardy wins via DQ. Um, this actually wasn't too bad of a match as compared to all of their other matches. Mm. Like, not the best, but better. Um, Jeff Hardy actually had a pretty wicked whisper in the wind, and I was like, oh god, if it like that every time, I'd be like, this is actually an effective move. Right. And you just do the flip, you do. I was excited that it connected and that it was like, hey, like something. You still got it. You still can't. But, um, yeah, Randy Orton ends up uh, attacking from behind, and. And that's when Jeff Hardy wins by DQ, but, um, Randy Orton also puts. Jeff's head into the steel steps repeatedly before setting him in the ring and retrieving the steel chair from the ringside. Um, he gets back in the ring, cracks that chair across Jeff's shoulders, and thrusts it into his ribs. Keeps waffling a little bit. <laughs> waffling him with it. Was it. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, Randy strips off the jacket, poses before he goes into the, his special place. And RKO denied. The twist of fate gets blocked. This little bit right here, like, I'm actually was pretty surprised by how good they're both doing together. But I guess they've probably wrestled it for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, it's been a while, but they've got history. Um, but Jeff does get him with the twist of fate eventually, and a swanton bomb. Yeah. Uh, and then Hardy gets the chair, starts leaning on Randy. Yep, swanton bomb. Yep, got it. Commentary hypes up our main event, which is Brie Bella versus Maurice, and we go backstage for an interview with Miss and Maurice. Mm-hmm. Miss objects to being introduced first, since Maurice has spotlight tonight. Maurice goes on to say it took Dana Bryan three years to come back, and it only took her five months after giving birth, bitch. So yeah, I think I'm ready, and I'm gonna make my husband proud and show my daughter, Monroe Scott, how good I am at punching Brie in the face. Of course, Miss like uh, scoffs at Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella being called the yes couple, saying they're more like a sure couple, like they settled. Bring <laughs> people more mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying that Daniel Bryan just wants to pick berries and save the environment, and if he thinks he can intimidate Maurice, then she's gonna slap the taste out of his mouth, and that will be awesome. awesome. 
Uh, commentary also hypes up Charlotte Flair versus Sonya Deville match, as well as an appearance from AJ Styles. Uh, go to break, come back, go to the footage of AJ being taped earlier in an empty arena. So he's just very casually in some jeans and some boots and a t-shirt, and he's just like, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. This is me, casual AJ. Just, oh, you're casual AJ here. You're casual champion. Um, he says, Samoa Joe knows my biggest weakness is my temper, and that the quickest way to provoke my temper is to bring my family into some bullshit. So he brought my wife and my daughter in it, and if he uh, figures if he can attack my heart, he can mess with my head and get the advantage. He's like, you know, maybe he's right. But after 20 years of friendship, I know a lot about that motherfucker's view. Like, you also have a family. <laughs> he's like, but you know what? I've got integrity, so I'm not going to be that guy. Um, he's like, you know, Joe's strength is running his mouth. It's being intimidating. And, uh, he tries to almost say, he's like, he's being a real piece of sh- garbage. <laughs> I just wish he'd call him a big old honking piece of shit. Um <laughs> Steaming power of shit. shit. But all of those strengths are going to be his weaknesses. Because when that bell rings, nobody has the upper hand on AJ. And at Hell in the Cell, the talking stops. And the bullshit walks out of it. The talking stops and the intimidation ends. And we're going to get a reminder of what happens to talk about family. Don't oh. ask me and mine for nothing. <laughs> Uh, he's like, like, should be a blood feud or something in the South, Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah. So he says, you know, at SummerSlam, Summer you got a taste of what happens when you talk about my family. Last week, I got another taste, and in five days, I'm going to show you how phenomenal I really am. Because this is the house that AJ Styles built. And you know what? It's not for rent, and it ain't for sale. <laughs> I just like that. <laughs> it ain't for rent, and it ain't for sale. Uh, commentary um, tosses us to a recap of last week's Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair interview where Becky's basically like screw you you dumb bitch I mean basically it's it's great Um, but Charlotte gets interviewed backstage and she says that she's asked Paige for competition because she dives on it and she's naturally competitive but unlike Becky she doesn't just talk about it she goes out every night and does it and defends her title, blah, 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 blah. And if there's one person that she's going to bet on, it's her. And that Lynch is going to learn that it's way easier to talk the talk than it is to walk in the walk. She's like, and I hope this bitch is watching. You better watch me. Like, moving all over the scene. Um, then Charlotte makes her entrance and she's fighting Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville. Um, but uh, go to commercial, come back, we get some hype uh, about Hell in a Cell and the video package about Brown Strowman and Then we get the Charlotte and Sonya match. Mm-hmm. Sonya Deville, man. I like it. She's pretty cool. She's great. I also love that she's dating Seth Rollins. She's like a recent ex? Like the ex that sent out the uh, dick pic on Twitter all those years ago. Oh, boy. Wow. That's great. I did not know that. 
Thank you for sharing that with me. That makes me happy. Uh, I just find it so funny, like, I'm certain that they're probably, I don't know why they would be, one thing, they're both on different brands, but they ever had to go do, like, a thing together for whatever reason, and, like, I'm certain they could probably keep it professional, but boy, it doesn't have to be a little bit awkward. A little bit. Just a little bit. But, um, basically, Charlotte wins by submission. She gets the figure eight on Sonya. Um, she's slapping hands with the front row as she's leaving, holding the title high up on the ramp, taking a selfie with some people. And an attack from a random woman in the crowd. Who would agree? She takes off her way <laughs> a random woman. Right. Should you really think it was a random woman? <laughs> the guys on uh, Shake Them Ropes, or Jeff, I think it was Jeff Hawkins, um, said that Becky in the dark wig and stuff, he was like, I would totally cast her as the Baroness in a G.I. Joe movie. Oh my like, god. <laughs> he's like, I would do it. Um, but yeah, so Becky incognito, incognito, what do I say? I'll... I know what I was going to say. I, I, always, I always say incognito because for some reason it's funny to me. But, uh, <laughs> but, but I was trying not to say it and I said incognito and that's stupid because that doesn't, it's nothing. Um, but uh, yeah, she hops over the barricade, lays Blair out, gets some kicks. She gets a disarmor on her and the refs pull her off. Um, oh boy. I'm sure I love everything about this. Um, I love Becky more. Oh no, I absolutely agree. I don't. I mean, I'm not saying anybody's wrong for love Charlotte, but I love Becky. But I think they're both just very talented. Becky's just gotten refreshed though, so she's more appetizing. I know you can't go wrong with Charlotte. You talk about her appetizing. Appetizing. That's like a belt holder. And also. As a snack. Um, what? So, this next bit. Alright. So, we get a video of Samoa Joe telling us a bedtime story. When this shit was weird, John and I kept looking at each other during the thing going, Are they really doing this? They are, but it's Joe and it's usually yeah. like. Oh. Like yeah. it works, but it just makes him look super creepy as. He's good at being creepy, though. Think about cooking a clutch on Paul Heyman and whispering in his ear. I'm not amazing. Just so you know what's going to happen. You're going to have his conscience. Like, uh, like, it's Joe. Like, it's Joe. Come forward and walk. Joe. I'm so good. That's when he starts playing. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah, it's about a hero and a villain and a happy ending. And I chuckled. The whole cover of the book and everything. Like I want to, I want that. Right, I want the book. For sale. I, they better put it on the shop. They better hurry. Better get to printing multiple copies. Uh, anyway, naturally, it's about AJ. This is the house he built. And the house he built, telling how defended it and came to believe he was ten feet tall. But then he forgot all about his about his family until Samoa Joe showed up. AJ's family is frightened and distraught, and they prayed for Stylus to learn his lesson. Joe's solution was to become their new dad. <laughs> oh, fuck. Why? <laughs> Why was that your solution? Like, another thing that makes this creepy is also that Idris pointed out that he does indeed, in fact, have his own, own family, family, which yeah. he's not going to do anything about, but secretly I want to be like, what are their thoughts? 
to to quote sort of quote um, the show Claws on TNT that I've been obsessed with this summer. Um, I guess Joe's family and AJ's family just go and shack up together in a big old house like some boogie down Brady Bunch. <laughs> oh my god! I just love that, the whole phrase. Okay. Um, this the story goes on to predict that Samoa is going to choke AJ out with a cookie and a clutch and reduce him to the size of a mouse. And then at the very end of the book, the very last page is an illustration of Samoa Joe, Wendy, and Annie together. That was so fucked up. And I was just like, imagine getting to be the person to draw that and write this whole book. Or I would, or I would be like. I just, I love it. I love it. I hope they didn't. But, uh. Uh, then we see Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella getting ready backstage. Moving on from that weird shit. Right? It's, it's so weird, but Joe yeah. can do the weird stuff. Like, for anyone else, it's it not works work. oddly well for him. But for him, like, imagine Baron Corbin. Oh, not Roman, because he's a baby face. He would be this. Uh, Ziggles. And now I can see KO doing it. K.O. is probably about the only one. K.O. and Joe, man, they're like quintessential heels. It's creepy and you're like, oh, oh. It's just weird. Ah, But yes. um, I would like to hear Braun Strowman read it. Because it would be like... It's for fantasy. It would be... (laughs) It would be... It would be like... It would be like like Sam Jackson reading... uh, Go the fuck to sleep. Oh my god. Yes. So, anyway, they go to... Yeah, Dana Bryan and Brie Bella are backstage getting ready uh, for their, for Brie's match against Maurice. Uh, commentary had set the SmackDown Tag Team Championship number one contenders match. Um, with New Day on commentary, and it's the... Um, the Bar versus Rusev Day. And the winner of this match is going to face New Day at Hell in a Cell on Sunday. That means for that to go to the trash can, that makes me annoyed. <laughs> okay. But before the actual match, um, Becky Lynch runs into an interviewer backstage, waves them off, says that she, um, she said she was going to break Charlotte's arm and that she will when she takes her title back. Um, New Day have joined the commentary desk, but then they cut to a backstage thing that was obviously cut earlier with Kofi and his uh, Kramer Kingsman oh, yeah. persona, who it's like my favorite alter ego I think on right on either brand. It's just the greatest thing. It's like, we're still getting behind the natural habitat. <laughs> They're going to make life spoiled. Make, make everybody's fun. <laughs> Uh, but they walk off before he can actually get over to them. So we get their entrance. Uh, I'm and we get a recent- little surprised you that the bar didn't win. Yeah. 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 Um, although I think this. Well, I have my I have my predictions for uh, things that are gonna happen. So, uh, but yeah, pretty. I was kind of bummed out, but then the more I thought about it, the more I thought, well, it can come after this and maybe last longer. A little bar New Day feud. Because um, I think New Day's going to retain. So, uh, anyway, Rusev Day wins by pinfall 
after uh, Rusev gets a Machka kick on Sheamus. And Rusev Day will be facing New Day Sunday at Hell in a Cell for the Tag Team Championships on SmackDown. Um, commentary goes to video package on Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey. Carmella and R Truth make their entrance together. Oh my god, they are adorable. I love, I love it. Um, and if you're going to make R Truth relevant again in any way, shape, or form, he's been putting on this some great, great matches, though. Like, he is just this happens. week and then Andrade Sinos and then this week. Yes. But yes. So this is the match they're coming out for um, Andrade Almas and R Truth. Um, of course, though. As great as the match was, I felt like it was it wasn't terribly long, but it was wonderful because our yeah. truth man, he's still they can put fun at him for being old and but washed up or whatever. He's still got it, man. He has still got it. And I love the um Carmella getting the crowd hyping him up with the what's up chant and stuff. Yeah. Like he I think they're a good fit. Yeah. No, definitely. Like she does well with somebody, but it, I like that it's a two way I mean I don't know that it will be a two-way street like if she's wrestling if he's going to come out. But I like her being a cheerleader for somebody else for a change. Right. Instead of having a fucking chinless whatever. A chinless turtle man run around. So Andrade, Andrade almost uh, wins by pinfall and I caught a roll, but he does also get two fistfuls of R-Truth's jorts. Yeah, he rolls him up. damn jorts. Them damn jorts. But they go backstage, um, they go. They don't go backstage for an interview. Um, we go backstage for an interview with Asuka. She's just the most precious thing in the world. Oh, um, God. Loving right. the pink and green hair. But anyway, um, Naomi rolls up before she can answer questions um, and asks her why she came out there to help her. And uh, last week, and Oscar's like, you know, the iconic duo are mean, and I can't understand their accents. Well, at the same oh, time, no. I'm like, what did she just say? Um, but Naomi's like, you know what? I like your attitude, and you definitely feel the glow. She's like, you want me to go? She's like, no. She points at her shirt. She's like, glow. Glow. Just like, oh. And then Naomi's like, let's go get some teriyaki. Um. Like, it seems like they are trying so hard to set up for a tag division in the women's. Do it. Do it. I've been clamoring for that but see, for how long. It's just always been that way. The rumors have just been the most heated they ever have been about that, so it seems that way. I don't know. I, I wish they would. They should. I think um, typically it's just all the women in tag matches, not just, like, individual duos. I think maybe they're kind of prepping to maybe do it, but they're going to wait and see how evolution goes. And if the women's division gets more attention and picks up some friction, then they're going to... I think definitely see by 2019. Maybe not even right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are still a lot of firsts they can do. Oh, my God. They have to have so many of them. Yeah. I also heard that apparently the reason why they're not doing a Hell in a Cell match at this uh, pay-per-view, which they haven't had done since 2016, I think, so in two years... Was that Sasha and Charlotte? Yeah, yeah. It's the first and the last. Because yeah. it was such a bad hell on the table. They're like, yeah. Yeah, Vince yeah. apparently backstage knew it was going to be a bad idea, but did it anyways. He's like, I told you so. I told you so. Never again. Never. <laughs> but, um, Brie, Bella, and Daniel Bryan make their entrance, 
and we get a break. Come back and it's Brie versus Maurice. Um, and this is, oh God, I got so tired of this because it was like Brie and Maurice and then Maurice bailing out of the ring. Maurice getting back in the ring. Then you think they're going to start. And then Maurice bails again. And it's just over and over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, the difference is a little too long. But, um, but Brie gets on the mic and calls Maurice a coward. She goes to get in the she goes to get in the ring and Miz gets on the mic and he's like, "You don't deserve to be in the same ring as my wife, who's a two-time Divas champion and one of the longest reigning champions." Um, five months back, she gave birth. Or five, yeah, five months ago she, she gave birth. She gave birth. She's back. And neither Brie or this nor this city deserve to see this match and. He's going to call it off. And then, uh, so they walk up the, uh, ring. Mm-hmm. And Bree slips out of the ring and physically drags Maurice back. I was so here for this. I was like, yay! Yes, yes. And she's slamming her face into the apron a few times, tossing her back in the ring. Does the tanner prime, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, Dave is so hard, I'm not going to love Right. Oh, I was loving it at this point. It was just the whole beginning was just... It's it was so cool. intense for some reason. It was... Maurice and The Miz were both, like, beating up Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan and making them watch. You're just like, ooh, ooh. Oh, that was so uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Stop. Oh, crap. Yeah. Daniel Bryan's, like, crawling over you and you're like, he's like, look at her. I'm like, oh, my God. Please stop. Uh, she's about to get some knees. Um, <laughs> she's about to get some knees. Say that thing. She's about to get some knees. I've taken knees to the face before. Knee to the face. Um, but, uh... She smack, uh, gets her back in the ring with the guest fingers. The Miz gets up on the apron, but Dan Ryan comes around and gets him to back off. Uh, Maurice lands a kick. She got a that. super kick out of hell. I'm not going to lie. She kicked the shit out of her. And I was like, come on, Maurice. But um, she's waving her fist around and tries to, for the big build to a punch, but Bree takes her down with the guest lock. The Miz actually yanked her out of the ring, yes. And mm-hmm. apparently... That was kind of a harder bump than Miz was originally anticipating her taking. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone back and re- I haven't gone back and rewatched, but I've read somewhere that apparently you can see him apologizing to her because he felt so bad. He broke character for a second. He was like, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens when you but, uh, change her out. Brie Bill ends up winning via DQ because of that, and then Dana Bryan comes out of nowhere and she's just like going after him. He's like, yeah. You touched my wife. Yeah, and she landed, she could have, like, broken her tailbone the way she yeah. landed. I mean, it was terrible. Um, Brie wins by DQ. Um, of course, Dana runs on the Miz, punching him, trying to cave in his skull. <laughs> but, um, the, uh, the Miz ends up throwing Daniel out of the ring and into steps. Yeah. And then Marisa gets over to Brie Bella and smashing her face into the apron a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, she ends up tossing her in the ring, but Brie had enough time to recover. And she takes her down with some punches in the head. Yes. Somebody tries to get in there and play, like, get in between them and. We'll play some peacemaker a little bit. And then Marisa's like, I've had enough. I'm coming at you. 
And sure. she goes, uh, for the French kiss, you eat it. Storm coming at you. Denied it. <laughs> More punches. Brian's back to fuck Miz up in the corner. <laughs> Get some chest kicks on him. And uh, Daniel Bryan and his wife take turns punching Miz. And then they dump him out on the floor. Put up them yes fingers to celebrate. Yes. yes. And then they stand together in the ring as a it couple. Scurries yeah. away like vermin. That's all, please. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's all there is for SmackDown. Scurry. Scurry. That is scurry. Now I guess now we must predict. These predictions. Yeah. These predictions, though. Um, let's just start with the the big dog. Plural, I guess. Roman and Strowman hailing a cell for the Universal Championship. Jumping right, right into the damn damn thing. Right. In it, uh, I mean, in it, and on it, and through it. So, I'm um, gonna, I'm gonna go Roman. I'm going Roman. I'm also going Roman. I just don't see them having build up the whole Borg versus Roman thing for Roman to finally That's, get it to just, which yeah. sucks for yeah. Roman, man. Sucks so bad for him. Yeah. I mean, I think he'll get it eventually, but I don't think it will be until... Not necessarily sacrifice Roman, but... I'm holding out for the um, S.H.I.E.L.D. members to all have titles, and then the Dogs of War to all take the titles away from them. Like, simultaneously. If that's a thing. Um, maybe Survivor Series. So, we're all going to Roman. Um, next match is also a championship match. WWE Championship on the line between AJ Styles, the current champion, and Samoa Joe. Um, I think... I'm, I'm sick of the Styles. This is what I've gone back and forth on. Because I think that they can continue this whole thing. I feel like it's not quite at the point where it's going to be resolved. Even though it probably should be. I don't feel like they're going to. But I don't know if they're going to go the Joe gets the belt route, AJ rematch, and continue to feed that way. Or if it's going to be AJ retaining and it keeps going... I think there's going to be, of course, some shenanigans. Joe maybe having Wendy and Annie ringside. Yeah, or not ringside, ringside, but front row. Yeah. Of course, the mind games, because he's fucked up like that. I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with Styles. Although this would make a lot of, a lot of sense for Joe to win. win. Yeah. I'm just stick with Styles. All right. Like I honestly would not be surprised if they let Joe win. You just can't trust WWE to do that. No. And it's also Styles. And also the games coming in. <laughs> also, they're inviting up Super Showdown. Super Showdown. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to call, man. It's hard to call. Yeah. Um. SmackDown Women's Championship champion Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Mm. I'm going Becky. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just stick with uh, Charlotte. Charlotte for now, because I think that they're gonna drag this out. 
I don't think it's going to be over between them, but I think Becky, this is my reasoning, I think Becky's going to take it for Charlotte to take it, set it up for Charlotte to take it back at Evolution to bump up her numbers, like her championship number. Because I think their goal is to eventually get her to Rick's status. Like, mm. being oh, like, like number of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. 16 time champion. Something like that. And I think that they would take advantage of this feud, being able to give Becky the title, give it back to Charlotte, even if it means Charlotte losing it again. Yeah. Once she does get it back. Because that would just be more opportunity for her to win it back from yeah Becky or somebody else. They might hot potato it for a little, I don't know, for a little bit. Katie, let's see. <laughs> you look real pensive over there. I'm just going back to that one because depending okay. on what I pick on that one, I might change my one. Okay. So, uh, Raw Women's Championship Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. I'm going to go Rousey. I'm going to go Rousey. Yeah, I think that's pretty much. That's not even an R. What is that? Rousey. Rousey. Oh my god, that's not an R either. My hand's like, <laughs> and you are not writing R's. <laughs> yeah. Um, in a Cell match. Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. I think Hardy's gonna win. It would make a lot of sense. But I love Randy Orton. I'm going Orton. I think it makes more sense for Orton to win. Um, they're doing one of those. He just came back. He's fresh. He's getting ready to go through a list of people in Delhi. Mm-hmm. I'm probably good. I was gonna go with Orton anyways, but okay. Uh, mixed tag match: Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus Miz and Maurice and Miz Allen. I'm actually gonna Miz and Maurice on this one. I'm gonna um, go with Daniel and Bree. I'm going Daniel and Bree. I just wanna be different. You be you. Um Raw Tag Championships. Ziggle and McIntyre. The current champions versus Seth and Dean. I'm not even sure how I... I just don't even know how I feel about this. I kind of just... I think they're going to leave it on Ziggles and McIntyre for now. I don't know that they're ready to put it on Seth and Dean. See, this is where I am not sure. Because I feel like they're going to keep on Roman... Like it seems like it should sense. be an all or nothing scenario. Yeah, but, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be necessarily because you can always you can build up to yeah, it. So how long of a... I'm just trying to think. I feel like I'm either going to do really well or I'm going to do very badly. Yeah, <laughs> that's... Um... Let Four <laughs> Um, 
I don't know. I'm really... I... I think I'm going to... that we know of on the card so far. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Ch- Championship Championship. Top. New Day, the current champs versus Rusev Day. I'm going New Day. Because I think they're going to retain and go into a thing. I think the bar is going to involve themselves somehow either at Hell in a Cell or they're going to do something uh, Tuesday night. They're going to insert themselves and be the next um feud, little feud with the New Day. And that's when, you know, we were talking about how we were surprised that they didn't win to be the number one contenders and have that match this Sunday, and I think they're going to they're gonna have their moment in the spotlight after this. Her. Good points. I mean, I, I kind of want to stick with the New Day, too. I don't like, I think it would be great for them to give it to Rusev Day. I just don't know if it's quite the time. You know? I don't know. I definitely get that. My, also, my whole thing is with the New Day having the belts. They only got the belts because Rome got hurt. Mm-hmm. That was just a quick fix. Okay, did they, they could be... But that means also that if... I swear to God, if Rusev Day doesn't win the belts, they have to break up. Like, I'm sorry for this whole... Yeah. And I think that's going to happen. I think they're not going to win the belts. New Day's going to retain, go into a feud with the bar, who may eventually win the titles. And then when Eric Rowan's healthy, the Bludgeon Brothers may come back after them. I mean, it would actually kind of make sense because they know that the Usos and the New Day work. And it could be something that they could definitely work through until they could figure out something else. Sure. I think it's a solid sort of. They know that they can make put on good matches. You know what I'm saying? And you could always. I'm going to pick the New Day to be safe, but I'm going to say I'm going to be surprised if Rusev Day wins. Yeah. That is true. So, so I'm. Is that all of them? Are I'm you going to New Day? Or I'm going to New Day. That is all of them except for your pick for Charlotte versus Becky. KT. Alright, this is my problem with this. <laughs> Not my problem with this. So, AJ versus Samojo and Charlotte Becky are very similar. Mm-hmm. In which. I think at some point Charlotte and AJ will both have their belts taken off them in these feuds with these people in the next few months. Mm-hmm. I think they will both get them back. 
But I think they're going to try to break it up so it's not like... So stagnant? Yeah. Right. So to me, what's more important, the Super Showdown or Evolution? Is it more important for Becky to get the belt at Evolution or for Joe to get the belt at Super Showdown? I think I think it's one. I think because I believe Becky and Charlotte are gonna fight each other at Evolution. Uh, oh yeah, I honestly think it would be better for Becky to win it at Evolution to prove a point. I think at Super Snow- Showdown, mm-hmm. Snowdown, Super Snowdown, the Snowdown, Super Snow. But I feel like honestly, not that it's not a, but you know what I'm saying. It's just kind of like another world. But I feel like because of. Them trying to make Becky heal, keeping Charlotte as a baby face, when really it would work way better the other way around. I feel like they would give Charlotte the win at Evolution. At the initial women, in the inaugural women's pay-per-view, I feel like they would give Charlotte the win. Yeah. But it also kind of like this. Whether it's a title defense or not, or her winning it back, that's up in the air. But I feel like they're going to give her a win. However it plays out. After the, uh, after Hell in a Cell. Uh, but it is kind of a momentous thing for Becky because she's been waiting so long. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I kind of agree with the whole heel thing because they've been you know, trying mm. so hard. I feel like Styles is the safer bet, so I'm going to go Becky. That's really helping me a little bit. All right. Even though I... That's what I got. It just doesn't... Well, so here's where we differ. We're all going Roman and Styles and Rousey and New Day. But uh, Brittany's gone Flair, where Katie and I have gone Becky. You guys have gone Orton, where I've gone with Hardy. Katie and I have gone with Daniel and Bree, where Brittany's gone with Miz and Maurice. And you guys have gone Mini Shield, while I've gone with Ziggles and McIntyre. So there's a lot of... There's always two of us, one of us on the other side. Yeah, I would say there's, well, and there's, um, but at least there isn't, it's not like only one match is going to make a difference. Yeah. Which, that makes the pay-per-views more interesting when we have more differences because it makes more so matches. So there's a match, match there and, and that one match comes on, like, yeah. second, yeah. and you know who won. That's what I had one pay-per-view where I remember where it's like, whoa. It was like in the first match, I feel like we were the same, except for that one match, and we are just like, whoa. <laughs> I've got to take a picture of this. Although sometimes that's not the worst thing, though. I mean, the city on pins and needles, the entire pay-per-view's amazing, and you're just like, oh, I wasn't going to mix, but sometimes you're supposed to sit back and relax and watch it. Instead of being so like, Instead of wondering if someone's going to take me lucky charms. Instead <laughs> me lucky charms. Yeah, I feel like eight times. All right. Well, well we got that's it. They're, they're locked in. They're locked in. Locked and loaded. Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, ladies. Um, well, make sure you tune in next week to see who the new champ is. Yes. Or if you follow us on social media, you may see our predictions, be able to figure it out, keep up with our predictions. Do the maths yourselves. Do the maths and tell us. We'll be drunk, so it might be easier. But I think we're ready to sign off. <laughs> so, as always, Max, please feel free to follow us on all of our social media. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, SoundCloud. Or SoundCloud, okay. Instagram, 
Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook, all at Three Fans and Pod. <laughs> if you just look that up, you will see the big gold belt that says Three Fans and Pod. That's us. Click it, like it, add it. You love us. But always the two most important are Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's where SoundCloud goes. I know my own spiel. <laughs> I'm just nodding along. Yes. Yes. Preach. Um, Preach. That's where you can always find these wonderful, wonderful, wonderful wrestling ratings and rambles. Oh. And as always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics, segments, other words for things like that, please email us at 3 pod, all lowercase, all one word, at gmail.com and as always fanatics stay clashy you motherfucking oh woo woo oh